0: Welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 53. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits I find interesting. This is being recorded on Wednesday, January 23rd, and will be released on Thursday, January 24th, 2019. Visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and links and uh, social links as well if you wish to follow along with the episode or get in contact and lead feedback, etc. etc. So yeah, again, that's at pixelswim.com. And you can also email me at steve at pixelswim.com. So thanks for tuning in as usual. We're gonna dive in with our weekly notes, feedback, and links. Just want to start off by saying thank you for the feedback after my last episode, which was the one year episode, my one year of podcasting, my podiversary. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you to Simon Nobbs who reached out after the last episode. He actually was commenting on, I believe, the episode before that, episode fifty-one. He actually liked the the case roundup that I had for my LG G six. So he says he's always liked the LG devices. He know, he didn't have the G6. He went from the G5 to the, to the V30. Yeah, the V30. So thanks to Simon for that feedback. Thanks to Mike Latori for the congratulations on my one year. And also thanks to Guillermo Ortiz for his congratulations on my one year. And he, Guillermo actually reached out via MiWi and was actually also asking for suggestions on a Windows phone that he could potentially pick up for cheap and that had a good camera. So that's pretty much <laughs> most high-end Windows phones that are left out there on the market kind of fall into that category, except for the uh, Alcatel Idol 4S, which the camera isn't really isn't that great on that. So I actually highly suggested the Lumia 950. And he said he was also looking at the Lumia 1520, which unfortunately I haven't actually tried. I know it's a huge device too, so, but that's supposed to have a pretty decent camera on it. So hopefully Guillermo can find one that he's looking for i think i also saw him post that request in the psc classifieds on miwi so hopefully he was able to get his hands on something so let me know guillermo if you get one of those in and how you like it so he kind of was suggesting that he wanted to try out the windows platform before it dies which if in case you haven't heard uh, microsoft officially announced that they will be ending support in 2019 so no surprises there. I mean, if you are really curious about what's actually happening, head over to All About Windows Phone. Steve Litchfield posted an article there recently about kind of explaining all of the Windows Phone is Dead articles that have been, you know, coming out recently. So it's nothing that should surprise you if you're a Windows 10 mobile user. So anyway, thanks to for all of that feedback. I really appreciate it. And also, I just want to say that the... The Pixel Swim merchandise giveaway is still going on until Friday, January 25th. So you there's only been a few entries so far, so you got a good chance if you if you want to enter now if listening to this on Thursday. Then uh, of course next week I will announce the winner of that. So of course that was a giveaway that I set up for my 1 year potiversary. So if you win, you can have one, any one item off of the Pixel Swim merchandise store. But either way, I just want to let you know that's still going on until the 25th. And I'm sorry if it's the twenty, you know, the 26th or later after you're listening to this. But either way, I had announced it last time. But anyway, the next bit of feedback that I have is actually quite a bit on my LG G6 here is that I got in my battery case and Rinky TPU case. For that G6. So I mentioned last time that I actually decided to get uh, pull the trigger finally on a couple of cases. And of course, one of them was that 5000 milliamp hour battery case, which is by a company called Newdery, Newdery, <laughs> N-E-W-D-E-R-Y. And I, I think they're the prominent brand of LG G6 battery cases on Amazon. And also from what I found on eBay, although the brand wasn't listed on eBay. So, but but I got both the battery case and the TPU case in, plus a little something extra which I <laughs> tweeted out a t- a teaser image of what that is and I'll I'll get to that in a second after I kind of go over the the cases that I got. So, yeah, that ring key case that I got in when I first put it on, it had nice packaging, very very nice packaging for a basic TPU case like like this is it actually I didn't really like it when I first put it on because I was looking at it in direct sun kind of direct daylight I wouldn't say sunlight but daylight and it seemed to have a bluish tint to it so basically this is kind of a clear slash smoke colored TPU like a you know like a a gray a clear gray TPU case and so it actually has a bluish tint in the daylight outside of the daylight it actually doesn't have that bluish tint so (laughs) and I was thinking like is this uh is this an LG AMOLED display or something with this bluish tint heyo anyway (laughs) just thought I'd throw that terrible joke in there but either way I've left the case on this rinky case and I actually kind of like it. I, I love it now. Actually, uh, I I don't. I see the blue tint in the daylight every once in a while, but you know, for the most part, I'm in indoors. Um, so it's and it's honestly not that big of a deal. It's a case, so not a not a huge thing. So, but this case actually feels it's very thin, and it actually makes the phone feel a lot smaller than when I have it in other cases, like the, even the, uh, the cruiser light bug droid case, which is already a pretty thin case, pretty minimal case. This one is actually even more minimal, more so minimal than the, the bug droid case. So there's not a ton of lip on it. It is, as floss would say, the razivity, <laughs> not slamboid certified, if you've watched any of his reviews. So basically the, the lip on it on the front to keep the screen from touching any surface isn't as high as, as other cases, but it, it does the job. It's, it fits well enough. It actually kind of reminds me a lot of phones that are coming with those basic TPU cases these days. Actually, that reminds me a lot of those. Like when I picked up that Moto G6 Play, it came with a clear TPU case on it. And it kind of reminds me of that. The fit on it is really good. It, it actually, it, it's perfect. I mean, it fits on the phone perfectly it was very well manufactured designed and manufactured the one thing about it there are a few negatives is that it is the back of it and yeah mostly the back of it is actually quite a fingerprint magnet (laughs) so there are a lot of smudges and stuff on the back and it very easily shows those smudges but I just try and wipe it off every once in a while and yeah it actually it looks pretty good on the phone like I said it is very can become easily smudgy but the grip of it's really nice, very good grip, uh, not overly grippy, you know, so where it's pulling your your pocket, <laughs> your entire pocket out when you pull the phone out. So it still slides in nice and easily into the pocket. And honestly, the there are port covers because that's one of the features of this I thought was kind of interesting is that there's a port cover on the headphone jack and the USB type C port. So for the charging port and the headphone jack, and those are, I'm still kind of on the fence of whether or not I like those. The headphone one, I honestly, is I, it's not too big of a deal because I don't use the headphone jack a ton. You know, I do use it once in a while. Now that I've got those Marshall Major Two headphones, I've been using those mostly. Uh, those are Bluetooth, so wireless, of course. And then there's the cover on the USB-C Port, which again, I'm still kind of on the fence about whether I like that because plugging it in, I've forgotten a couple times that there's a there's a port cover on it and that flaps out, and I've you know accidentally tried to plug it into the plastic port cover. But like I said, I'm still on the fence about whether or not these are actually beneficial. I mean, they keep dust and stuff out, which is good, you know, throughout the day. And then I don't usually plug it in during the day because I can just throw it on a Qi charger. So maybe I'll just get a Qi charger for the bedside, and not have to worry about any of the ports anymore. But yeah, that's to be determined. But one thing about those, those port covers is that the hinges on them, because they kind of just have a flappy piece of the TPU that you know, is the hinge for these. It's actually the, those hinges are actually pretty good. And so I was a little bit, you know, I was concerned because anytime you have something that's just a, a, like a flappy hinge on one of these like plasticky or TPU type cases, you, you know, opening and closing them over time. Eventually, those seem to always all break off. So, But these ones are actually pretty sturdy. They are very, you know, they're flexible, but they do have a little bit of tension in them. So, yeah, pretty good overall. Very well made case. Very precision made. You can tell. And uh, it does have the the lanyard holes on the side as well and those i'm i'm thinking about getting a you know just a little lanyard to to try out with it but yeah overall very impressed with the rinky case i would definitely try another one of these for another device i might go a solid opaque color out although i don't think that they have many of that type but either way very very good brand and i've heard good things about them in the past and so this is my first one and yeah i'm impressed overall just the the fact that it makes the phone a lot lot thinner and a lot smaller in the hand and in the pocket, uh, that's kind of a big advantage of it. Now, the drop protection, it, probably not as good as some other cases, but overall, I think it it does a decent job. And this G6 has that that strong metal frame, so I'm not too concerned with dropping it and, and generally don't drop my phone <laughs> very often. So for me, this case works for my wife or or people who drop their phones quite a bit. It probably wouldn't be nearly enough. Protection, so yeah, that's the Rinky case. And so, like I said, I also got that New Dury battery case in, which is a five thousand milliamp hour battery case, and it's actually very hard plastic. And you can you can lift off the the front plate, which is clipped in, and then you slide the the G Six onto the USB C port that's in this battery case. And there's a couple of speaker cutouts to allow this the bottom firing speaker to still shoot out the front. And it doesn't sound as good when it's in the case, unfortunately, but it's, you know, it's a small price to pay. This is for a day out when I'm not necessarily using that speaker a whole ton. So just enough to hear, you know, notification tones and ring tones and stuff like that. So in the box, it came with a pretty good instruction card. And yeah, very plain and straightforward and easy to understand instruction card about how to operate it because there is just a one LED button on the back where you hold it for two seconds to turn it on and hold it for two seconds to turn it off and when it's on it charges up the battery in the phone so and I guess when you plug in because there's a USB-C port on the bottom of the battery case because obviously the G6's is blocked up by the case itself and when you plug it in I guess it charges your phone battery first and then it charges the case which which is you know that's should be the way that it is that's a logical thing and I'm glad that it works that way and also in the box there was a USB-A to type-C cord so you can use that with any sort of power you know USB-A power brick that you might have to charge up the the case or you can just use any other USB type-C charging cable which actually right now my main USB type-C charging cable is the, the The one that came in the lumia 950 box so it's the microsoft one (laughs) it's it's uh, hardwired into the power brick and so basically power brick to the cable which is usb type c so i keep that's the one that i keep by my bedside and use most of the time so that's what charges up most things and so like i said it comes with a the the snap-on front plate which doesn't provide a ton of lip on the the by around the screen And actually, the construction of the case kind of reminds me of a hard plastic case that I had for my HTC, the G1, the original Android phone. I originally bought a case for that G1, and it was a hard plastic case that kind of clipped all over the phone. It wasn't, it's kind of a strange form factor because it had the slide out keyboard. So not everything could come together on it. So, but the construction of this, this LG G6 battery case is very similar to hard plastic you know it's not the the best construction and I imagine that that front plate if the phone was dropped I imagine the front plate might you know fall off it's you know budge off if it if it hits the ground so not the the greatest build quality in this case but it's kind of like i you know I've said it is that it is more for specific day long days out where I'm not going to necessarily be near a charger so overall, I'm pretty happy with the case. It wor- works as expected. So we'll see if there's a day that comes that I that I need it and see, we'll see how it performs. So far, I'm not led to think that it will be a failure. So <laughs> we'll see. I'm just happy to have it on hand in case I need it. So, all right. So those were the two cases that I ordered in. And I kind of mentioned that there was something else in these packages. Uh, when I got the, I could tell that it was the battery Case that when I got the package, there was an extra little block <laughs> in the in the k in the the packaging before I even opened it. I was a little bit little bit curious, and, and it was a little bit odd to see an extra little hump in the package itself. And I was I was very surprised by the fact that there was anything else in there and originally when I thought it was maybe they put some sort of separate power charging brick in there and I was like okay I'll just open it up find out what it is and this is the the thing that I posted on Twitter the teaser image for this episode as I was calling it and it's funny because Tom Stewart who I've had as a guest on the show a couple times he DM'd me after I posted it and almost perfectly identified what the what it was as far as the specific of what the product is so yeah very close tom i was very surprised to to see that dm but either way it turned out that that little extra hump was a little box in there of these what they're called well at least the brand is called hbq i7 wireless earphone white and so if you saw the the image on twitter you'll see that they looked it's, I could tell right away that these were some sort of knockoff of Apple's airPods. And so they're basically little pencil style wireless earphones. But actually, in the way that I just said that, it's a little bit deceiving. And the packaging, and if maybe if you saw the tweet and you saw the image, it's a little bit deceiving because on the front of the package, there are two earphones pictured. And when I opened the box, because I was like, oh, this is a surprise. So essentially what happened was whoever was selling the battery case just threw this in as an extra. They were probably trying to get rid of them. But either way, when I opened the box for these HPQ i7 wireless music earphone, which is what it says in the box, box earphone, I thought it was a misprint because it was its clearly a Chinese product. When I opened the box, there was only one earphone in there. And <laughs> I was fully expecting there to be two earphones in there, but it was, in fact, only one. And so I was a little bit disappointed because honestly, I was like, all right, cool. I'll have, an you know, the cheapy pair of Bluetooth headphones of, you know, wireless headphones to try out. But it turned out that there was only one in the box and that it's not a mistake. That's <laughs> what it was supposed to be. There's a single earbud in the case. So essentially this kind of becomes like the the old Bluetooth headsets that you, people used to wear a lot where it's just on one ear and that's it and it, that's everything that you you need because it's mostly for phone calls. So that's that's what it reminded reminded me of as far as functionality goes because I thought why would anybody want just one one of these sort of well, I'll just call them fake AirPods. Why would they just want one? And so I I think it's essentially because it's supposed to be just for phone calls and that type of thing, because it's I can't imagine to be very fun listening to music with these. And actually, when I tested it out, it wasn't <laughs> so and it didn't fit in my ear very well. And it's just I'm going to hang on to it because perhaps there's some sort of scenario where this might be useful to me. But yeah so that was a big surprise to find this in there and then to also find that it's only one earbud and they i it looks like these hbq i7s they do sell a version of them that is a set of the of headphones that comes with you know a charging case much like the apple airpods but in in this case it's just the single earbud and i i kind of saw these and priced them on ebay after i got done you know, looking through the package. And it looks like this is maybe 5 to $6 product. <laughs> so I can see why if they had a bunch sitting around, they would just throw one in there if they weren't selling them. Plus, I can't imagine that there's a ton of people out there looking for one earbud like this. But either way, there is a propri- proprietary charger. I don't know if it's proprietary. It looks like just a little some sort of adapter that plugs into the bottom of the earbud like a tiny little Charger that came with a tiny, maybe about six inch cord with the USB A USB-A on one end, and then whatever the the charging cable is on the other, or whatever the charging male side is. So essentially, you plug it in to USB A, USB-A and then you plug the other end of the cord into the bottom of the the <laughs> I want to call them AirPods, but the these the earbud. And it charges up. So, and a, a a thing that I've noticed with any sort of cheap headphone or even just cheap technology is when there's an LED involved, because there is an LED in in these, in this, in these. I can't say these because it's not a pair, but in this earbud there is an LED indicator light, and it just completely glows through the plastic. There is a pinhole cutout for it where it should only be showing through that, but because they're white. It does uh, light up completely, <laughs> like a a little glowing circle around that that cutout, and so that's a kind of a staple that I found in cheap electronics products where they have an LED cutout. Is that they don't block off that area, and then it glows through the entire product, making it look cheap, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, so I did find these on these. I keep saying these. <laughs> this I found this single earbud on GearBest. And this is where I found most of the, the pro- there's a ton of product info about it on GearBest. So the HBQ i7 single stereo Bluetooth headset. <laughs> there's so many things about that, that I can't, I just that, that title is not, I mean, it's stereo, is it? I don't, I mean, it has to be because it, it just has to pump everything through the one earpiece and Bluetooth headset I mean I guess technically they called those old headsets headsets but it's it's not a set of anything it's just one (laughs) but I guess technically the because it has a microphone on it that it would be a headset but I don't know it's towing the line a little bit but the main features of it here listed on Gearbest and I'll put the link to this in the show notes so you can take a look at what it is is that it has Bluetooth version 4.1 with dual modes, low power consumption. It supports reporting incoming calls and redialing the last call, can connect with two Bluetooth phones simultaneously, has a mini charging port, charge it 80 minutes to reach full state. There is a, the battery that's built in is 60 milliamp hours, which gives you three to four hours of music time for you, is what it says, so tell this is translated, but either way, it's 4.1 grams. It's a light design and it's no burden on your ears. And actually on the side of the box, it also says passing 3000 time human ear test. So I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure what that was originally supposed to say and whatever the native language of this would be. But yeah, just kind of a funny little extra that was in there. So there was a little bit more to the story. I didn't actively seek these out. But I was kind of excited when I saw the box come out and saw the two headphones on the front of the box. But it turns out that that's just two different angles of the one headphone that you will be getting. (laughs) So and there is a lot of product info on this GearBest page because for what this is, they went through quite a bit to put together this marketing for this, uh, for this product. So, which is on GearBest, it's actually $11.05. I imagine that that's because it's being shipped to the US. But either way, I would never pay $11 for a single earbud like this. I mean, like I said, for me, I don't think that the use case is there. So, and it's not the worst uh, product that I've used. You know, it does work. I mean, that's the one of the keys i didn't try doing phone calls with it and and honestly i just i've never really gotten on with earbuds that are shaped like this or even the ones that have the plastic that go down into your ear canal my they've always just fallen out of my ears i think i my ears are just my ear canal and stuff is just too small but either way it was just kind of funny that these came in like this it was just uh like I said, a surprise to see them. And and, yeah, check out the link in the show notes if you really want to get a good idea of what this was. The one on GearBest is actually the black version. Uh, The one I have is white and looks a lot like an AirPod. There's not it's not exactly like an AirPod because it doesn't have like all of the same cutouts that the AirPods have. But yeah, just kind of a weird, (laughs) weird little extra I thought I'd mention because, you know, it's kind of kind of interesting. And I thought I would just mention it. So, yeah, weird, <laughs> but fun at the same time. So, all right. So the last note that I have is that I received an update from the makers of that Soda Pop Bluetooth speaker, the one that I bought on Indiegogo. They've actually been running into or they ran into manufacturing issues and, and they were trying to get these out by last by Christmas this last December. And they were unable to do that. And so they're finally getting around to manufacturing some of them and shipping them out. Unfortunately, the I ordered the black version and the the color that they're manufacturing first is the orange color. So they did actually say that if we wanted because okay, here's what's happening is that they're is a the chinese new year coming up and they here i'll read directly from the email it says during the new year celebration almost every chinese worker abandons the city and goes and go home to their hometown and stay there for the whole month of february all factories close in this period this means the color you have chosen will have an estimated delivery of mid-march We are very sorry about this. So, yeah, they've (laughs) because I got the black one and those aren't the ones that are being manufactured right now. They're trying to get out as many of those the first manufactured orange colored soda pop speakers that they that they can and then there's going to be a break. And then eventually in mid-March, I should event should finally have that soda pop speaker. And this is, uh, I don't mind this delay. I mean, this is, you know, the, an Indiegogo project. And I'm just was really curious about it. And it really isn't a, a big deal that they're delaying all this. So I'm going to stay with the black version. I'm not going to upgrade to the, not upgrade, but change my order to the orange one just so I can get it sooner not a big deal to me to wait a little bit longer I wanted the black version I'm not going to <laughs> I'm not going to change that so I don't I, again like I said I don't mind that they're doing this it's unfortunate because I've been you know waiting for months and months but that's to me that's kind of what you get into when you go down the the crowdfunded route and so that's just where we're at with that but I thought I would share that update on that soda pop speaker and of course if you, if you don't remember the soda pop speaker is the one where you can screw in a soda bottle and like a plastic soda bottle and it will help to increase the the base of the output of the audio and it actually comes with its own bottle that you can plug in I think that's a little bit more designed for for that purpose but I just remember seeing it at first and thinking that it was a pretty cool <laughs> idea and was really curious so it's one of the few things I've actually supported on a crowdfunding project so very uh interesting and hopefully in March I'll be able to finally talk about it and have hands on with it and listen to it and like I was saying I think that 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 might be my first YouTube review that I do but yeah stand by for that I'm just happy that they reached out and that they were Upfront, they've been really upfront about the manufacturing problems that they've been having. So, it's I'm not really upset about <laughs> about the delays. Uh, I wasn't buying it as a gift for anybody, which I imagine if somebody was, they might be a little upset. But again, crowdfunding Christmas gifts is probably not the the best idea. Just a rule of thumb for everyday life. All right, so that's really all the notes and stuff I have for this week and so I just have one kind of main topic to go over this week and I mentioned it last time and that is I want to go over my tech goals for this next year so we're in January we're almost through January already but for 2019 I have some goals that I just kind of wanted to list out for myself and to put out there to the world to kind of aim for I guess with my technology this year and the first one is that I want to try and make it all the way through 2019 with my LG G6. So essentially, I don't want to buy any other phones this year that I want that I would use as my daily driver. So this, I'm going to hang on to this LG G6 and use it to the end of 2019. But we'll see how long that holds up. Uh, like I said, I don't want to buy any other f- phones that will be a daily driver phone. There are, I think there's still some phones out there, at least one phone I can think of that I want for my archive of phones, and that's the Nokia N9. So that's the only one I think that I would actually purchase to have on hand because I do think that that was one of my favorite phones that I had because it was so odd in the operating system. But I I liked having it. I know that it's not really usable very much anymore, but that's one that I would like to to have on hand but yeah i'm gonna like i said i'm gonna try and make it through 2019 with this g6 and with buying these accessories hopefully that'll help and i don't see any reason really pretty happy with this g6 but that yeah that's the first goal uh this my next goal and i've mentioned this in the past and part of why i created the pixel swim merch was to get funding for a different microphone Uh, which I just don't, that's (laughs) again, I, that funding never really happened, but either way for myself, personally, I'm just going to try and find another microphone. That's a little bit better because the one I have is okay. It's the Lix Pro. I forget what the model number is of it. It is the HHMU 10. And so it, it sounds okay, but there's, it records at a really low volume. It's a USB microphone and it, I had the the process that I have to go through to get it loud enough and clear enough and without background noise it's I don't know I can just do better this one was only about 30 dollars $30, so I, I maybe invest in like one of those blue yeti microphones or something like that something a little bit higher quality and that records at a you know that will record at a higher volume and help my editing <laughs> cut down on my editing a little bit but yeah, that's one of my goals. Hopefully I'll do that soon and we'll be able to start recording with it in the near future. All right. So the last bit of my tech goals, one of the biggest things for this year is that I want to get a new laptop this coming spring. Um, so this is I've had the, my current laptop for since may of 2017 so this coming spring it'll be two years and so yeah i've been doing a lot more video editing i have been doing a lot of processor and and gpu intensive things with the adobe suite and so i think it's just time to upgrade to something that is basically top of the line or or just has the best specs that I can get without going to, you know, crazy, not necessarily a gaming laptop either, but either way, I, a faster processor and GPU are definitely things that I can use and they will legitimately save me a lot of time over a period of time because of how much I am doing on them. Uh, every time I, you know, save a, a heavy file or have to render a video that I have to wait quite a bit of time with the, my current PC setup. So the next laptop that I'm looking for, I want something that will last me you know, more than two years, something that'll last me up to four years. And so that's why I'm willing to spend more this time around and kind of in a different posi- position now to where that that's possible to get a high-end laptop. Uh, the one that I have now is currently a... it is The one that I have currently is the Lenovo IdeaPad 510. And so this is kind of lenovo's consumer and mid-range laptop and it's been good i got this at staples here in the u.s for 508 dollars and that was like i was saying back on may 5th of 2017 i looked up the order history (laughs) so i know exactly when i got this one and it's a 15 inch laptop with a 1080p display it has an i5 processor and it came with eight gigabytes of ram out of the box, but I upgraded. I added a four gigabyte RAM stick to the open RAM slot on there. I think the eight gigabytes is actually soldered on to the motherboard. So you're able to add one RAM stick. So I added four because I think it maxes out at 12 gigabytes of RAM. So it has 12 gigabytes of RAM installed right now. And originally this uh, IdeaPad 510 came with a one terabyte uh, H uh, hard drive, uh, spinning hard drive. Uh, which I wasn't, you know, too enthused about. So, But the thing is, is that I already had from my previous laptop, which was also a Lenovo, I believe the Lenovo U430 Touch or something like that it was called. In that laptop, I had actually purchased a 500 gigabyte Samsung SSD drive that comes and it has the SATA connection. So basically it's the same shape as a small laptop drive the two and a half inch laptop drive it's just an SSD in that form factor so when I originally had the my the Lenovo laptop before this one the U430 I installed that on there to get a little bit more life out of it because that one had a spinning hard drive when I originally bought it too yeah so the that 500 gigabyte SSD is in my in this current laptop and so that still runs really well but yeah, this 510 has served me very well. It's a definite upgrade from that U430 that I had. And it has a number pad on it, which is nice as well, because I actually use uh, what are called alt codes for different typography where you can insert different symbols by hit t- holding alt and then typing in the number on the the number pad. Uh, it's not a showstopper feature. But it's definitely nice to have that number pad. I, I don't think that the next one I have will have a number pad on it, but we shall see. So, yeah, that's my current setup with this 510. And so looking at top of the line laptops, I've kind of started to narrow it down. I was originally thinking that I wanted to get a Surface Book, the Surface Surface Book 2, uh, or maybe even 3, depending on when that came out. But I've kind of backed away from that that decision I've had hands-on with them I have a cousin who had one he let me kind of play with it a little bit and it's a really nice and cool laptop but the thing about that is it kind of flies in the face of my repairability (laughs) beliefs or whatever you want to call them because that thing is sealed completely sealed shut and not really user upgradable and or fixable So I've kind of been steering away from the Surface Book, even though it's a really nice and high spec and well-built laptop. Uh, The one that I'm kind of honing in on right now, the laptop that I'm thinking I might want to get and any feedback on anybody who's had one of these or has one of these, which I don't know if there's a ton of people who will. But I'm looking at the Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Extreme. So I there was an episode of the podcast where I actually went over the Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Carbon, I believe it was called. And that one was a I was really impressed with that laptop because I had hands on with it at Costco, I believe, here in the US. And I thought it was really, really nice laptop, Uh, but it didn't have the GPU or the graphics card that I would need. And so it didn't it had integrated graphics on it which wouldn't have worked very well for me but this lenovo XPad or thinkpad x1 extreme is really most of the specs of it line up with being uh you know top of the line and and this is short of gaming laptops i don't really want to get a gaming laptop necessarily but either way they the version of this x I keep calling it XPad. The ThinkPad X1 Extreme is that the version I would get would have 32 gigabytes of RAM, the, an i7 processor. I'm not sure which one, but it's really fast. <laughs> I'm not too, too keen on trying to learn all of the, the i7 processors and the difference between them, but it has a really fast one one of the faster ones and it has the dedicated graphics it's the GeForce, i forget 1060 1050 something to that effect it has expandable memory and which i wouldn't really need because it will be coming with 32 gigabytes of ram technically they can be upgraded you can upgrade the ram to 64 gigabytes total and it has two RAM slots in it. And so, essentially, from what I've been seeing, is that 16 gigabytes of laptop RAM is the highest you can get in one module. And I don't know if that's 100% true, but that's what I've come across. And so, in the future, if somehow there was a 32 gigabyte stick of RAM that was compatible, I could technically upgrade the laptop to 64 gigabytes of RAM, which is an insane amount of RAM. But you'd be surprised, you know, with the software and the things that I use that I might actually, you know, that might actually benefit me uh, immensely and might be able to actually change my workflow a little bit and keep everything open. Because right now, when I'm working on multiple programs, uh, like Photoshop, Illustrator, Dreamweaver, After Effects, anything like that, I usually close a few of them down when I use the other ones, especially in Photoshop and After Effects. After Effects is a huge memory hog. So it's just one of those things where I would be able, my workflow would change because I'd be able to switch back and forth between things much more easily without having to worry about closing things down first. You know, I'm I'm still in that mindset of if you're done with it, close it kind of a thing, you know, and close the tabs. You don't need that kind of thing the runaway memory that a lot of browsers kind of run with these days is it's still a concern of mine. But on a, you know, with a laptop like this, it might not be much of a concern. So it has expandable storage as well. And by that, I mean, there are two SSD slots in there. I don't know the different types of SSDs, but this is the SSD where SSD drive, where it's more of like a long stick, (laughs) a long You know, not shaped like a regular two and a half inch hard drive. So there's two of those slots in there. One of them is filled up with a one terabyte SSD drive, which is really crazy. And so you have the option to expand that if you want to put in another SSD. So Yeah, again, when I was talking about the Surface Book and it not being repairable, this one is the exact opposite because this is, you know, sort of the high end business grade laptop where your IT people are going to want to get in there and repair things themselves. And so it's very repairable, very upgradable uh, by the user. And so, yeah, this ThinkPad X1 Extreme is on the top of my list right now, especially because I've kind of been sticking with the Lenovo brand over the last my last couple laptops anyway and so I've really liked their machines I like their keyboards I like everything that they do with the laptop so yeah and I've, I've never actually had a ThinkPad and that's the other thing is it looks like the build quality is really nice on it so it could work really well for my situation and definitely be a huge upgrade over my current laptop and something that would last me for upwards of four years and where I wouldn't have to even think about you know maybe even longer than that because of the crazy amount of specs that it has so and i'm more than willing to to pay the, the premium for that because ultimately i can use that that power you know i i'm not just surfing the web i'm not just watching videos or anything you know on the computer i'm doing heavy duty work sometimes that that requires processing on the gpu and the cpu and for me it actually makes sense to invest that amount of money in it so and of course i've compared this x1 extreme to like the dell xps and i've 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 tried dell in the past i've just it doesn't really it's not for me dell's their whole experience and their build quality and the the look of them is just i don't know it's not my my bag (laughs) like i said i'm kind of loving the lenovo brand and i kind of stick with um, i want to stick with that if i can and this uh this thinkpad would be a way to to do that while also getting everything and the kitchen sink as well so but if anybody has any suggestions on laptops like this thinkpad uh, x1 extreme please feel free to reach out and, and let me know about any sort of models that you've looked at. I'll put a link to the Lenovo page where this X1 Extreme is located so you can see kind of the, the different configurations of what it comes with. Uh, like I said, the most important thing is for me is the RAM, the graphics card, the processor, <laughs> so all of the big things in the, in the laptop. This checks all the boxes for something that I want to invest and upgrade to. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that this fall or this fall, this spring. I'm probably around May-ish. I'll be looking at uh, potentially getting a new laptop because it's kind of the one of my biggest tools that I use for my job and just for life in general. So we shall see when the time comes around. This ThinkPad's at the top of the list. We'll see if there's anything else as we, we approach May. So. All right, so let's wrap things up on episode 53 of the Pixel Swim podcast. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, as always. If you want to leave feedback on this episode or any episode, go to pixelswim.com and you can leave a comment on the show notes page or you can find the contact form on the website there or the social links to Google Plus, MeWe, and Twitter, which is where I am mostly. So you can leave feedback in any of those places. It's always appreciated. And thank you again for tuning in. And of course, if you're listening to this on Thursday, January 24th or 25th, you can still enter the Pixel Swim merchandise giveaway as well, which you can find. I'll put another link in the show notes to that if you are so inclined to get something, one item off of the Pixel Swim store. It doesn't matter what it is or how expensive it is. Feel free to enter that giveaway. So thank you for that. And as always, have a great afternoon or evening or lunch or dinner or brunch or dinner or breakfast or whatever time it is when you're listening to this. So thanks again and Godspeed.